Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Lady Bose, and we are back for another episode of My Father Used to Say. I'm really excited about this one. I think I'm excited about every show, but this interview is one I have been waiting for. My sister, Miss, this is Mrs. Christina Harvey. How you doing, girl? I'm good, girl. How you doing? I can't make. I can't believe you like provided time for me. What? Yes. Of course. Yes. I mean, obviously, we're friends. We've known each other a long time. But yeah. you know how I talk to you about you are just a busy woman. I see you go. You are both of us. Honey. You know, you stay busy too. I sure do. But you know, it's one of those things where queens admire queens. That's right. You understand? Yes. So I'm glad that you're here. I'm looking forward to hearing a lot about you, what you've been doing, some of the projects that you've been a part of. Yes. And I'm telling you guys, you might want to get you some wine for this one. Kick back, relax. Honey, child, come on, let's celebrate. Because it's going to be a good one. Resurrect the bars, back to rapping about my dad. And my daddy getting older and it makes me sad. Thinking about when I was a kid and he would make me mad. Thinking about how life would have been if I ain't had my dad. My father used to say, if you don't work, then you don't eat. My father used to say, you better think before you speak. My father used to say, you better practice what you preach. My father used to say, you better work before you... We're going to start with the floor being opened as to how you became Mrs. Christina Harvey. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's a journey. Yes. So where do I start? I am a, um, I was born and raised in Indiana. I am 39. I'll be 40 in March. Uh, I'm right there with you, sis. <laughs> I am middle child of nine children. Nine children, Christina? Nine children. Yes. Oh my God. Nine. When you put us all together, it's nine. Wow, them them uh family reunions. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Full, exciting. Yes. Lots of laughter. Love my family. We're wow. very close. Very, very close. I, you know, I've always loved the idea and dynamic of large families, but I come from a very tiny one. Ooh. Very small. Me and my brother, and my mom and dad. Wow. And um. You know, it could have been a big family, actually. Um, but when you say nine, that is a full house times, you know, umpteen times over. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you break it down, it, six children grew up in the house together. Okay. And okay. the other three, we, we got to see, you know, from time to time. Okay. So. Okay. So you're going to talk yeah. to us about that. So let's get into this childhood. Okay. Yeah. Family of nine. Talk to me about the dynamic of the household growing up. We were the Brady Bunch. It was three <laughs> That's girls. That's what I was thinking. Three boys, my right. mom and my dad. They both worked. They both um, were beauticians, mm. and they both drove school buses. This is while uh, I was a little girl. Before that, they both right. were. Uh, my dad worked for a major um, warehouse company, and my mom she was in nursing school, and it, okay. it was a lot happening. But growing yeah. up, it was fun. We always had somebody to play with. Always, <laughs> our family. We were very. Uh, discipline, uh, I'll say structured. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to say can, strict. Yeah, well, you can, well, you can, because 
I, like I tell people, a lot of what we're going to be talking about in, in the in this show is going to be, or should I say this interview, I don't know, show interview, it's all, it's all combined. Um, but it's going to be about what we don't usually hear. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're too restricted with our comments nowadays because everyone is afraid. correct. Right. Everyone yeah. is afraid of offending, but... This is your testimony. And mm-hmm. so therefore no one can, you know, negate. And if they negate, then they don't need to be, you know, they don't need to be watching. But yeah. um, it's about testimonials, which means the way that you saw your life unfolding and and yeah. how you survived. So continue. Yeah. I Well, growing up, strict household. We went to church several days out of the week. Um, school was a priority. How many days? Monday, Wednesday, Woo! Thursday, hey. Saturday, sometimes Friday. Okay, so, so it was all maybe week. five, six days out of the week. Yeah, yeah. rehearsals, Bible study, prayer service, everything. Wow. So we had a lot of uh, religion um, pushed into our our um, life. Uh, well, I just say a foundation for Christ. Right. Um, and that's how I have I look at it as an adult. It was a, right. a great foundation. Um, and, um, outside of that, um, we, our household, it was fun. It was lively. It was always something happening. Um, and (laughs) I mean, I, I'm privileged. I'm privileged. I, my parents were great. Great. I, I had a wonderful childhood. Yeah. Outside of that being, um, the person that I am, you know, sometimes, Things are wonderful, but on the inside and inside your mind, things can be a lot different. Mm-hmm. So I dealt with a lot of depression Wow. as a kid growing up. That. I dealt with um, loneliness, but it all fueled me and turned me into who I am. I am an introvert, so being lonely, Which, it yes. just kind of worked for me. Mm. Um I, I like being by myself. I do. I cherish mm. my alone time. Isn't that funny how in life, <laughs> you know, it's, it it's the yin and the... It, well, here's the thing. What I'm noticing is you're talking. Um, God gave you all these people to call brother, sister. Yeah. And yet there was something that you needed that wasn't that. Even though you had all... Yeah. You, you weren't ever in a empty house per se no. you know what i mean there was a but lot of I chaos was in an empty house yes inside yeah. so yeah. there needed to be some inner work yeah amen to that but yeah. but sorry that you had to go through the, the depression because when i see you when i think christina mm-hmm. i don't i don't you know you never know you no. never know yeah i was um as a middle child i there were a lot of differences between mm. myself and my siblings. Mm. I was darker than everybody else. Mm. Um, I was a tomboy. Um, I my grades weren't the as great as my sisters, so it's mm. always a level of comparison when you have see. more people there. I can so, see and that. Not that now. my parents, my parents didn't push a comparison, but it's natural. Right. You're naturally competitive yeah. with your siblings. Right. Who's going to be the best? Who's going to do it better? You and know? I never had that experience. So now I'm understanding you because I'm thinking a house full of kids and parents that were like, we doing this today, that today. Like the, your mm-hmm. whole schedule is kind of like planned for the week. Um, you have church. You have more people that know you. And on top of that, like yeah, that's my mindset. But now that you're breaking it down, 
it's almost like when a child is in a classroom and they feel like no one sees them, Yeah, you know, and it's like, I want to be a part of the team, but no one's picking me and I'm the last person on the bench. Yeah, I can, I can understand that, that dynamic, or at least feeling that way, even though that's not exactly what people looked at you as in right. the family. They did it. Right. It was all in my head. I took my differences or the enemy took my differences Come on. and lied to me and made me feel like there was something less than in me right. because of the difference. And it wasn't that there was anything bad about it. It was just different. Yeah. And you know, sometimes as kids, we look at other people as kids. We look at other people's differences yeah. as something's wrong with you. That's right. And, but, as opposed to being accepting. Yeah. And that, of was, their that was yeah. yeah. And that was how I was as a child. I actually looked at differences as an attractive quality about my friends. Wow, that's you know? beautiful. Yeah, when I was five, my maybe one day she'll, you know, she'll be around and she'll reach out to me. But when I was five, one of the friends that I had that a lot of people teased and didn't like her, her name was Susan. A Chinese girl, and she had the cutest big cheeks, and I just thought she was so cool. And everybody'd be like, "Oh, I don't want to be like her," and I don't want to sit next to her. And I'd be like, "Well, I do," you know. Mm-hmm. And I've always been that way. So one thing you said I wanted to bring back, you were talking about going to church as a child. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Cause that was a every day, all day for you. I didn't know any different. That that was okay. my life. So I didn't know any different until I got older and kids were teased. You guys are holy rollers. Y'all go to church all the time. Like, like they it was say a bad thing. Yes. But that's so funny. Holy rollers. I mean. That, but, that, but now, but now, shoot, you might want to make a shirt out of that. Because, <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody knows how to do negative, but they forget that if you're talking to quality people. Yeah. We gonna make we gonna find a way to make that make sense to us and pretty much make a style out of it. Yeah, you know, turn it into gold. There you go. Holy so, rollers. Holy rollers. I like that. I might, <laughs> might do me. Yeah, a show. it was, but it, it was all I know. So it was my life. I thought right. it was okay. I thought everything. I believed everything that was told to me. I, it, it was more in the type of church that we grew up in. It was a holiness church. Right. It was more about um, rules and following the instructions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't do this and you can't do that. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't, they didn't teach a lot about the liberty and the freedom in God. Come on. Um, I didn't learn that until I got older, much older. <laughs> so is this but, why um, you said, sorry to interject, is this okay. why you said, um, that you were raised, you were given religious type of understanding of God mm-hmm. and then later or raised in the foundation of Christ. But you did use the word religion. And I wanted you to, now I'm hearing it's coming out, yeah. that that was just structure of do's and don'ts. Yeah. But it wasn't the freedom of Christ. Yeah. It was okay. more so, you know, how the, um, old school gospel um, or Christianity if you want to make it to heaven, you can't do this. You can't do that. You, right. And it's all about making it to heaven. So you can't do this instead of maximizing our time on earth, being witnesses for God, you know, and right. living a life that shows that, right. Hey, you can do this too. It's not rules, regulations. It's not all humdrum. You got to dumb down yourself. It's, it's freedom in God. Right. There's freedom. 
Where did the depression come from? Uh, from the lies within. Mm. Nobody else. Nobody else put. Nobody else told me I wasn't worth anything. It it was all lies mm-hmm. that would circulate in my head. I would I would venture to say the mm. enemy. Yeah. Um, would lie to me as a child. Wanted me to self destruct. Mm. Wanted me to not get to this place in my life because huh. my difference was actually something special about me. It wasn't something bad about me. And as a child, I couldn't see that. Um, mm-hmm. But um, just keep living. That's yeah. why I had to keep well, I living. Like yeah. And I dove into myself. I yeah. found my own talents, the things that made me unique. Right. And those unique things actually made me special. And I right. saw it as being special more than um, something wrong with me. Right, right. Pause. Yeah. I want to. Found out it wasn't recording at all. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so so I'm good now, but yeah, I had to do that. Um, so talk to me about how you saw mommy and dad. But Ooh. yeah, beautiful relationship. They never argued in front of us. Never fought in front of us. United front. Oh come on, united, united front. 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 At all times, um, I did see the a little bit of the background where my dad worked more. They both had the yeah. same type of jobs, but he worked more than she did. So she was more hands-on at okay. home than he was. Okay. But it also showed me roles. Mm. Roles in relationships. Yeah. You know, um, and how they operate isn't, isn't necessarily how I operate in my life right now, but they did show me this was my reality. Okay. You know, um, my mom was very loving, very, what's the word I want to use? She was just there. She helped us with everything. She, my mm-hmm. mom was just there. My dad, he was, he was fun. My dad was fun um, until he was disciplinarian. And then yeah. it was. So, so, <laughs> so, so let me ask this because. It's so funny when I think about fathers. I literally, I could, I could have a whole comedy skit about fathers because mm-hmm. if you are a to-do man of valor, I call them men of valor, all mm-hmm. men that say, I'm going to be a family man, I'm going to stick around, I'm going to raise my children. They're men of valor to me. Mm-hmm. So looking at your dad, was there moments where you didn't really understand him, but you're like, I'm not trying to get the heat. So I'm just going to do, but this stuff irritates me. As a teenager. Okay. So as a a teenager. So as a young, young girl, I was a daddy's girl. Okay. Yeah. That was my, that was my man. Right. I I wanted to spend every waking moment having fun with with daddy. So he joked around more as a, as, as uh, your child, as a younger child. Yeah. As we got older in our, to our teenage years, he was more, um, Less fun mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think he felt like he needed to have a tighter grip because when you, when your kids become teenagers, they want to do what they want to do. They don't want to listen to you. They don't want to obey. They want to, you know, I mean, it's kind of natural, right. you know? So, um, he did make steps to try to be fun at times, but, right. um, overall at that point in our life as a teenager, I was like, 
we got whoopings. So I was like, you just <laughs> whooping us because you got whooped and I can't wait till you get grown, till I get grown. I'm going to whoop you. Yeah, I, was, I didn't okay. know what I was talking about. Right, he was just talking. And he was <laughs> like. He was mad. I don't tell him that. I, I wasn't oh, there. In, in, the, in his mind. I mean, in your mind. Yes. Or under my, you know, yeah. where he couldn't hear uh, what you say? I can't even show that. Okay, that's good because I was gonna we say not in that. my house. No. Yeah, you can't breathe wrong in my house. Baby, Why is your no. eyebrow like that? <laughs> and that their eyebrows be crazy, but your eyebrow gotta look like the angel itself. Yes, you still smiling while they... while you're getting <laughs> cursed out, all kinds of stuff. Now, my parents didn't. My parents didn't curse, but you know that that curse out, that that yeah. kitty curse out. Like you did this, that, that, and third, and you gotta look like this. Take it. You can't. You Take cannot it. have a. Cause the minute you have that, yeah. Or it's like you have something to say. That's what that look is. Oh, you have something to say? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's not how it's gonna go. <laughs> Tell me, was there a time where it got very, very heated between oh, yeah. you and your dad? Oh yes, I was a teenager, and I um, we were supposed to be cleaning up, and. I always got caught not doing work. I either tried to do it before he came in or I was like, oh, I get it. And then I waited till the last minute. Uh-huh. And so he came in and I hadn't gotten my work done. He went off. And for some reason at this point, I had an attitude. I decided to have an attitude that day and he snapped, honey. He, w- I mean, I don't want to give y'all too much information in our home, but he like... He, he made sure. Huh? He made sure you would never do that again. Well, I didn't get hit, but yeah. he did come after me like, ah! Right, you know, and right. I was like, I was standing there like, what? Right. So that, so. But it created, so, yeah. that created a, um, a big tornado in our home. Because nobody else had, have ever had the gut to stand up to him, you know? And I was just like. Today is not the day, son. Yeah. I was yeah. a challenger. Right, right, right. Which which I've seen all throughout your life, you know? <laughs> like in the little parts that I've come come in at the end till now, till present. Um mm-hmm. what were some of the things that your father used to say that now you find that although you didn't understand it, although it didn't make sense, maybe it did always make sense, but you find that it cultivates your life today. This one thing sticks with me to this day. At the time, being a young child, maybe like 10, 11, somewhere up in there. And my um, they would bring groceries home. It was our job to put the groceries away. Mm-hmm. I had the job of putting the groceries in the freezer. And I would always be like, it doesn't fit. It's not enough room. And my dad would say, it'll fit. And I was like. It, I just was like, it's not fitting. It's not working. Right. And he would say, if I got to come in here and put and fit it all in there, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. And every time I will find a way to, to make, make it everything fit. fit. Wow. So even in my life as an adult that sticks with me, there is mm. always a way to get it done. Mm. It may not look like all the puzzle pieces fit together. Right. But just keep moving stuff around. Right. Keep trying. Ooh, it's going to come together. Ooh, it was deeper than just groceries in the freezer. Right. But see, just that, it'll fit. That's what I say about y'all men. 
<laughs> Y'all don't say much. Now, the woman, if the woman had to say the mother or a sister or something, and you, it, it'll fit. Well, it'll fit. I mean, when you say something like, it won't fit. The the mother or the or the sister or whomever is the female figure will go into a long spiel about why it'll fit. Mm-hmm. But the father, they drop seeds. That's it. That was it. Whether whether you know they know what they're doing at the time, mm-hmm. but what they're telling you is the fact, mm-hmm. and that fact permeates deeper. And I didn't than some some groceries later in life. Yeah. It's like. It's like a seed that grows over time. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say the wise words of male mentors in a yeah. child's life is everlasting. Oh, yes. Even in discipline. Yeah. That's why I like the word discipline and the world is starting to hate it. Well, we got to keep that strong. Yeah. And the way we keep that strong is give testimonials, give examples of how that discipline paid off. Oh, yeah. That was some good stuff. No matter what you, in life, just move some things. It'll fit. It's going to fit. Wow. It has to fit. Tell me how that has happened for you in your life as you've been, you know, from childhood. Well, I'll say from, from uh, once you left the home, mm-hmm. how have you been able to move things around? Like, what are some of the big challenges? It registered in different areas of my life uh, in college. Mm-hmm. It was more about faith. And, um, being there alone, uh, my parents, we all lived in the same city in Oklahoma. And once I graduated high school, my parents and my siblings left, oh, but I wow. stayed to go to college there. Wow. That's and a different, usually the, yes, the kids, so the <laughs> they were like, peace out, um, enjoy yourself. Don't fail. <laughs> bye bye. Well, background story. Wow. We even moved there because they wanted to go to school. Okay. So we moved there. They went to Bible college and we went to high school. Right. So once I graduated high school, they, well, they finished Bible college a year before me. They stayed till I finished school, high school. Then they left. Okay. Cause they wanted to go back home and, and operate in ministry. And you yeah. said you're from Indiana. Well, they didn't. Okay. So yeah. I'm originally from Indiana. Okay. But my parents are originally from Alabama. Okay, so they moved to Alabama. They went to Alabama wow. after Oklahoma. Check this out. I was born in Tuskegee, Alabama. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Small look world. At, look at how that connected. <laughs> now now I didn't stay there much long. I, yeah. Two years old, you know, my life took a, a whole different turn in Europe, but um Nigeria first then Europe. But um that's so interesting. Yeah. Alabama. So when they went to Alabama, they left they take... me in college. I okay. went to college. Right. I actually stayed. This they left before I even went to school. I stayed okay. this summer with um, some fun folks that my parents trusted. Trusted. Okay. And then they got me into school. And um, while I was at school, I didn't have a job. I didn't have any extra money. Right. I didn't even have like you know you get money on your little card that you can go to the cash yep. and, and yep. use. Outside of that, some days I didn't know how I was going to eat. I know that feeling. I remember those days. But it was going to work. And I had to rely on my faith. Wow. I had to rely on my faith. And every time God came through for me, Mm. it's going to work. I had to tell myself, it's going to work. He's going to come through. Like, so in that instance, it was more about faith and working my faith. Right. Right. It's working different areas of your life right. and showing that 
it all can work together. Take for instance, my husband and I, we have two children. They're three and four. The cutest ever. <laughs> we live in a house that we've outgrown. Right. But we are making everything yeah. fit. Yeah. It has to fit. So guess what? We're, remo- we're removing things that we don't need. Yeah, we're decluttering. decluttering. Right, right. Because everything has to fit in order for us to enjoy life right now. Right. Or If everything is all over the place, we won't be able to find anything. It's hard to operate when things are not in place. That's right. So you have to make it work, make it fit for now until we buy our our next home. Uh, Yep, yep. And and God seeing you making it work for now will reward you with better. I receive it. Right. Oh, yeah. He has to, you know, because it's, it's part of the it's part of the word. It's part of his his word doesn't go void. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come back to him void. So I love when I tell you that's the title for this episode. His timing is everything. Yeah. It it'll it'll fit. It'll fit. My father used to say it'll fit. Yeah. Oof. It'll fit. How did it fit in waiting on the right person in your life to come about? I never thought about that. I'm gonna be honest. I never thought about wow. that. I never, I'm a, I never even thought that. That goes back to that depression. Okay. I, I, I didn't think I would get married. Wow. I didn't think anybody wanted me. Anybody wow. was looking at me. Wow. Never. Big wow. Yeah. Because I be looking. <laughs> I be like, go ahead, Christina, do that thing. <laughs> You know, but that confidence came along with time, right. you know, and mm-hmm. working on myself. Um, but wow. still, a husband is a big thing. You know how many yeah. women are out here? That's right. It's a lot in the ratio. The ratio and me being chosen. Yes, because it is. That's what it is. It's being chosen. Because you needed it. Way, way more than you thought. Yeah. I, I say to myself, if you look at everything that people go through and why they have what they have, it's because of a need that God saw. Mm-hmm. It's not because they're doing anything different than the other person who doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And so when I ask the question, how did it fit when it came to that? I would even beg to say that that makes sense and applies more to you because of the depression that you dealt with Mm -hmm. and though you never thought of it now that it was in your face had to make yourself heal more and trust this process of this other human being Mm -hmm. that you didn't know whether they were really talking the truth so tell me about that whole dating process Ooh, so especially dealing with that, right? <laughs> yeah, he met me when I was not in the best state. See, I'm not that. about to cry. You, you it's I all right. Not. It's all right because you see that right there. But I don't want to mess up this makeup. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but you know, let it let it flow, man, because it's healing me too. Because a lot of people think because I'm I'm jovial, I'm always happy and that I don't have days where I'm just like what's anybody see me out here it's all good see girl talk to me I need I need to know he met me when I was not in the best state I was I everybody knew I was an introvert um Mm -hmm. but I my demeanor was not warm 
It was mm. not welcoming. And that was another reason I didn't think anybody would ever see. I didn't think nobody was looking at me. So wow. I, I walked around like nobody saw right, me. Right, right. You know? with, with that chip on your shoulder kind of thing, hey, right? You know? Wow. And um, I went to a dinner, a potluck dinner. Mm. After church, I went to church with my sister and he was attending the same church. Ah. And um, I went to the potluck dinner that, that they would have with friends after church. And he was there and my MO, I find a corner and go chill. I don't really talk to nobody. I don't mess with nobody. And everybody was just comfortable with that. They knew that I didn't mean no harm. I, that was just, right. that was just Tina. That was just you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and. And did you, I guess I'm, that really intrigues me because I'm the girl who'd come to you. I would come to you. That was him. Wow. He came to me. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's how God does us too, see? Yeah. Yeah. Because you need to me. Yeah. He made me laugh. And from then on, we were friends, like best friends. We were friends. That was 2002. 2002. The weight that he touched my heart, I fell in love. Yeah, deep. He wasn't in love. He wasn't looking at me like that. He wasn't even looking at me like but I fell in love and we were friends. And after so many months of just like talking every, well, you talk every day, but right. almost every day I would be like with my sisters. I'd be like, you think he likes me? You think he, <laughs> I, and <sighs> remember I, I haven't really had many relationships Shit. with guys, so yeah. I didn't know, you know, Was and this I, your now first I'm grown. Relationship? No, okay. No, no, no. So how old, how old were you when he came to you? 2002, I was 1921. Maybe I was 21, maybe. 21. Around 2021, I think. And because okay. um, I had left school. Yeah, yeah. I left yeah, school yeah. early and I came to Atlanta. You graduated early? No. no. Okay. No, that's a whole other story right there. Do we have time? Mm-mm. Oh, we don't. Okay, don't worry. Season two, I'm bringing you back. Oh, well, maybe. It has to be okay. with dads. Come on, I need it. I wasn't Come doing on. well in school. I okay. was on academic probation. Okay. My um, second semester of freshman year, they had took, taken out loans so I could go to school. I only applied to this one school. I got in. I didn't do well. Um, I went. I, my major was um, biology. I, I was a pre-med major. Wow, biology. I thought I wanted to be in missions and go overseas Excuse and me. help heal and, you know, all that mm-hmm, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't make it, y'all. I didn't make it. Wow. <laughs> I was on academic probation and um, my parents were financially not in the best place. And my dad was mm-hmm. like, we're not signing any more loans for you to go to school. And he came and he got me. Right. He drove to Oklahoma. Made me pack up all my stuff. How did it make you feel? Oh, a failure. Mm-hmm. That thing ate me up for years. Yeah. Because this was, I, I felt like God said I was supposed to be here. So why wouldn't I finish? 
Why wouldn't I complete it? But just because he sent you there doesn't mean that what everybody else is doing there is what you're supposed to be doing. There. That's true. So I didn't quite understand why I wasn't catching on in class. Mm. It just wasn't clicking for me. Right. And um, he came and got me and I left. I didn't um, stay with them. I ended up moving to Atlanta. Okay. Right away. Right away. You was like Alabama. I came. <laughs> I know what you was feeling because when I visited my hometown, I was like, I was, I was born here. I, I can see, I can see hay rolling in the street. I just didn't want to stay with them. Okay. Because I was grown. Well, you, you know. Telling the truth. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Just go ahead and let it, let it out. Well, then back okay. to the dating thing. We were friends from 2002. I told him that I liked him. Mm. No, I actually called him on the phone. I said, I love you. And you know, as friends, you say you friends, love each you other. Love all each the time. Other. I say I love people all the time. They they get scared. Um, so I was like, I got something to tell you. He was like, Okay. <laughs> I said, I love you. He's like, I love you too. I said, No, I love you. He was like, Okay, I love you too. And I was like, No, I love you. And he was like, Oh, <laughs> like yeah he's like i'll he he let me down easy he's like i don't really see you like that right now you know i don't oh. really see you like that and he would um he i wasn't necessarily his type right so right. um we but we still remain friends that's the thing i didn't let go yeah. after those feelings were turned down i just mm-hmm. switched yeah i just switched to switch friends back again. To friends and I, it was it was easy i was like okay and you know what's so interesting Remember when we were talking about how I noticed you when we first met some years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, we met back in 2013, right? Almost 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's so fast. Um, and how I noticed that you had just this, like, elegance about you that you was like, that. yeah, that, you know, if there was something that she noticed, she's not going to be big and bold and loud about it. But she, you could see it in her. If you are a discerning person, <laughs> you can look at Christina and be like, something ain't right over here. Let me make sure. Y'all, y'all let's fix these notes. These notes are a little <laughs> we off. We were singing together. <laughs> these notes are a little off. Let's go back. Um, y'all know the alto part? Can y'all go over that again? And I'm, I'm soprano. So I would. <laughs> he was speaking up for me. Man. Because I was like, she is going, she's going to. In a media, in a minute, in a second, and she's gonna raise her hand. And the way she asks the question, I'm gonna laugh, cause she got a very poised face. She's not really making any expressions, but I can sense it that she's not pleased with what's happening here. So I noticed that about you. So I, I can see together. you. Yeah, I can see you keeping it together. Like, oh, you don't like me? That's fine. Well, what do you like? You like to go bowling? We'll go bowling then. Yeah, you know? we did everything together. We wow. did everything together. He had other girlfriends. Wow. I was still there. Wow. I was still there. He didn't, he didn't. You know what? Honestly, Mr. Harvey, you didn't know you loved her too. I think you, you just didn't know. You didn't know. You wanted it the way that you seen it, you mm-hmm. know, for years to come, you know, years of mm-hmm. what you've known. But God was like, no, this is the one right here. Yes. Yeah. 2005. Wow. It switched. Because after you're friends with somebody, you see 
their core, who they really are, the things that irritate you. But because you're friends, you're just like, oh, that's just such a such. You put up with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whatever. That's my friend. And uh, by that time, my feelings were like totally, <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to be with this person, you know. And he started liking me. That seed. That seed, you planted it. And then he asked me to be his lady, and I said, no. I said, what y'all doing too, out here? I said, I'm too afraid to mess up our friendship. It had yeah, grown I could see that so strong. I was very afraid to lose him as a friend by crossing that line yeah. and opening my heart yeah. up And uh, because I was afraid. I definitely was afraid to open right. my heart. Um, and you'd yeah. done it already, and you did, just didn't want – you just didn't want – now you was cool and then now y'all completely not cool but mm. to him to me and him i felt like you asking me to be your lady is you asking me to be your wife and the thing because that the, i the know way about you, you yeah we were mm. that close like we're not going nowhere you know what i'm saying and the flaws that i knew about him were like nah i'm straight you know like we're good but he was relentless Mm. in his pursuit and wore me down Wow! until I said okay but you better not hurt me I know that's right better that's not that, hurt me that's that That's that um, queendom that I be seeing in you cause you ain't got to say much she'll be like thank you for getting the right note alright let's sing it now <laughs> I'm gonna say that, I'm not you know it's just simple you know <laughs> you better not hurt me okay Hey, that was real. Uh, but it's so real and so like so gangster to me. I, like <laughs> I mean it it's it's the it's the it's the um story of your heart, but a lot of people don't know how to depict that story to another person. And you know what? Even in that, I I should have known better. Mm. During our friendship, there were so many things that he did to help heal me. Mm. from the depression from the low self-esteem and I know it's self-work that you have to do but he was the one that pushed me he spoke into me he mm-hmm. believed in me right you know what I'm saying right, right, and right. it was genuine it was authentic it right. was so you have to see that there's value in yourself you have to see that you're more than talk about it than than, than what you thought you were you right. know you, yeah you didn't you didn't succeed at school but there's still greatness in you and somebody sees it you know, and this is why he is the father he is. Talk to me about the love you now grew for him when you first had your first child and saw. Oh, it was a girl. So, so you she already know him so quickly, <laughs> and I loved it. Mm. I loved every minute of seeing him be a father. He didn't grow up with his father mm. in the home. He would see his father maybe a couple of times throughout the year, but it wasn't like a lot of hands-on teaching wow. how to be a man, how to be a father. Wow. How to, and to watch him just try was everything. And I had to give him credit, you know, for trying when you have no manual, you have no, nothing to uh, base it on. Like just, we had. Yeah. Like we have. But I also can't put what I experienced with my father on him. I have to let him be 
the father that he is to Nova and Kingsley. I I can't. And though he does it differently than I expect sometimes, it's okay. Like, Mm. it's nothing to hurt them. That's right. But everything to leave them with their nuggets of truth. Yeah, of who their daddy is. That's right. A man who chooses to stay. Man, it don't matter. I mean, of course, staying with the right intention because there are men who stay and they they are just the toxicity of the world Mm -hmm. in that home. But the ones that choose to stay to to make an example of what they didn't get to experience. In in light of that, I feel like all hail, all praise to to those men and honor. And I build him up as much as I possibly can because Mm -hmm. the type of career that he has, he can't always be there. Right. But he makes it his business to be there. Even when he's not there. Right. He wants to talk to them before they go to school. FaceTime me. I don't care if I'm over in California four hours. I don't care if I'm overseas. Call me so I can talk to them or he'll call us. Like, did I miss him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, right. so, or if, before they go to sleep, right. like he still is trying to be present, right? even though he's not present because he knows what it feels like to have the absence. All of that to now uh, kind of shift gears a little bit because we're making it fit, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to know how when college didn't work out, how you was able to transition to use your vocal gifts Hmm. to transition into Hmm. this new life and and get to a place where I mean from audition to audition to audition God puts you in a place where you are singing with all types of people all over the world so I want to hear about that it fit it fit I I never knew the quality of the gift that I carried Mm. um, when it comes to vocal vocal musicality I'm Mm -hmm. sorry that's okay okay about me some water. Yes, yes, because we about to get into it, okay? <laughs> okay. In high school, I didn't know, I, up until high school, I didn't know the level um, of uh, gift that I had um, until in youth group, they started asking me to sing during um, mm. our youth services. Can you sing before they bring the message? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they kept asking me. And this was a different type of people that I'm used to. And then they would see me in the grocery store. When are you going to put out an album? When are, and I was like, y'all think I'm that good? You think I'm that good? Like my gift is that good? To yes, it is. For the world to hear? Yes, it is. Like, so that opened my eyes. Going to college, I joined the college choir at my school. Mm. Isn't that amazing? That their seed in your heart, in your mind, to let you know you were worth that. Yeah, uh, stuff you. I would have never done. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Or even thought I had the true ability to do. Mm. Yeah, I sang growing up with my sisters in church and stuff like that, but never on my own as a, right. somebody who steps out front. Right, you know? right, right. Um, wow. So then I got you talking about how how to make how to make it fit. Right. I left left college, came to Atlanta, joined the church. There was a lady there who was starting her music career. Mm. 
She asked me to sing background for her. Hmm. At that point, I was doing that for years. Just just for Always, her. Always, yeah, yeah. It shook me because I thought, but I thought I had a greater gift. Mm. Where does this fit? Why is it not fitting? Mm. Why is it not progressing? And it's all about timing too. It's going to fit. It's just about timing. So I had to be developed in some other areas. I had to go to the background to learn some more things about the industry. Right. To learn more things about actually being uh, a person up front to command an audience. Come and, on. Yeah. Uh, there, there's so many levels uh, to being an artist. And a lot of people don't know. They think it's just the makeup and the clothes and, you know, all the cheers. Yeah. yeah. Talk yeah. about that. I, I love it. It's a skill. It's a skill. So um, for years and even today, it's but it became a a, a, a passion of mine right, right. to um, sing background. So I got at the more I kept going, I got more opportunities. People liked my um, person. Not, I want to say my person. I'll say my spirit. Yes. They liked my spirit um, and how I carried myself when I was there for work. So um, my name carried. I was saying for top artists, top gospel artists, William Murphy, Micah Stanley, Tasha Cobbs, uh, just to name a few. So I, there's exciting. there's more. I've had plenty opportunities and I'm so grateful um, because I would have never imagined myself here. Right. Right. Never. Right. Right. And all how, how did some of I'm sorry to interject. How did okay. some of those opportunities you, you see me, right? I'm just, I'm beaming because I'm telling you, she's so humble. She is so, I don't know. That's, that's my word, poised. You just are. And yet, sometimes I think that in, in the personalities that we carry, we don't see like this greatness about us, mm-hmm. you know? That's how I see your spirit is that it needed time to realize that, oh, I guess this flesh suit that God has given me is one that has carried me and can, you know, continue to lead me. And now let me take my spirit and work with that. So I'm going to put two and two together. Yeah. You know, my body and my spirit and really walk in it. Yeah. Amen. And that's how, that's how I fit. When those things came in alignment and the depression ceased, that's when it fit. The opportunities and the doors that flew open. Mm. We, that's where I fit. Mm-hmm. I fit. Yes. It's more than a gift. I fit. Right. You 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 are more than enough. But what has been your memorable um, experiences, even if it's one or two? I know you've been to Africa and yeah. Europe, but um, working with these people, what are some of the things that you t- have taken away? You know, if you can think of it, that's a big, big question right there. Yeah, I mean, I'm constantly learning. I'm always a student. So I'm watching and I'm learning how you operate, how you deal with the um, the people who host you, how you deal with the people who are technically fans. Are you going to still let God be God in the moment on stage? Or is this about you? I'm learning. I'm always learning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, re- and restructuring your mind to to answer the call at that moment and not necessarily get into flesh. Is that what you're saying? Definitely. Okay. 
but also allowing God to use me in this background. Use me in this background, yeah. whatever you want to do. Right, right. Surrendering. It's multi-purpose. Right. Because I'm where I'm supposed to be. Um, favorite country you visited? Africa. Come on. Nigeria. Hey, mashata. I'm Nigerian. <laughs> I didn't understand why it hit me different. Yes, Nigeria. Yes. What, what did you love about that experience? It changed my life. I never saw... Growing up in America, we have so many luxuries. We have... <coughs> okay. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Choked up in more than one way. That's okay. <coughs> in Nigeria, it was a culture shock mm. to watch these people worship God for hours, not get tired, to walk from hours away, to be at an experience, to meet God there. They, they take it so seriously and they'll stay all night until the sun comes up, worshiping God. Baby, we get mad if we in church more than an hour and a half and then we come to be entertained. They come ready to worship God. They worship him before you, you even tell get up on the mic. You ain't got to tell, tell them to stand up. You join you in with what them. we singing. Yeah. How about that? Right. They, they're they singing over there. you when you start. You right. be like, you be like, uh, perfect example, because I grew up in around a lot of Nigerian um, churches. But you'll start the song, and they'll take it up for you. Oh yeah! And so now you you a background. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But but even though you came to give them experience, they gave me an experience. Mm-hmm. They changed my life. Mm-hmm. I that that's where my life changed, and I'm I'll never look at worship the same. I always knew I had a heart of worship, and so I always nobody had to pump me up. Nobody had to pry me to worship. I wanted to worship God. I came to worship God. No matter what was going on in my life, that was my safe place. That was, so I yield. Right, right. Immediately. Right. Um, But to see how the culture, that's the culture to yield. Like the reverence and the respect that they have for the presence of God. Oh, yeah. It's big. It just, it blew me away. Speak on how, I guess, you've been able to look at the benefits of your father in the home till present day. Yes. Um, looking back now, uh, I am so appreciative of the training, of the strictness. Mm-hmm. He did what he thought was best. We turned out okay, y'all. We turned out good. True, I won't we say. Turned out turned good. out amazing, amazing. Me and my siblings, we turned out good, good people, good people. That's what we trying to create better people in this earth. Your presence means everything. Your attention, your discipline, it means everything. We just need you there. I look at my father now, mm. and he's getting older. I mm. see the aging. And, but he still covers me. Mm. He still speaks into us. What's an example of that? He sends the family scriptures. Mm. This is what our focus is for the year. He's still the head of the family. He sends us scriptures for the year. This is, this is our year for favor. 
This is our year for, he told us last year, this is the year God is testing everything, everything that we've said about him, who we've claimed him to be. He is testing us in that. Mm. And it happened. Literally. It happened. He was a warning for us. Wow. It was a rough year. But because we had that warning, right. we were able to still come through. And knowing that our father is waking up every morning at five o'clock, praying for us, covering us, you know, it means everything. Right. Your, your prayers, your presence, your teaching, right. your kind words, your discipline, whatever you're offering as a dad that's genuinely from your heart is necessary. We just need you. Mm. We just need. I'll never be the same. I'm I'm a daddy's girl as an adult. Yeah, yeah, baby. Bet nobody say nothing about my daddy. Cause my daddy, my daddy know how to do this. But to be to be frank and sincere, mothers get a lot of shine because oh, of yes. yeah because we innately are the default to why any child can succeed. Yeah. But the added cherry on the top. Is when the father says, yes, this is mine. I will claim them. I will love them. I will nourish them on top of all that the mother is doing. Yes. So thank you again. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes, man. yes. And um, I always play a game before we go. Okay, siblings. Okay. Okay. Um, would you rather have all your siblings come out to a show? Or come out to a house gathering. Like, you know, either come out to see you somewhere or come out to hang out with you. Just a house gathering. House gathering. Why? I just like time spent together. Your love language. Time well spent. Ah, no wonder. No wonder why. Because that's Mm -hmm. my love language. I love that so much. Like Quality time. Quality time. And I don't know why. Sometimes I be like... They got to go home. Leave them alone. <laughs> and I'd be like, you sure you don't want extra water? You want some tea? You want something, you know? So, yeah, quality time. Lots more to express and share. Yes. Um, I think maybe the it's show can be. Just... love on each other. Mm-hmm. This life is but yeah. a vapor. Right, right. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, time well spent. I love it. Uh, Next question. Mm-hmm. Coffee or tea? I knew you were going to ask me that. Really? That's crazy. Tea. And why? Mm, it's just, I don't know. It's just a preference. I will choose tea over coffee. Coffee co- over yeah. coffee. Um, did you see anybody in your family doing it growing up, or is this something you adopted over time? No, they had coffee growing up. Ah, they interesting. Had, had coffee. But you know why I asked, right? Why? Because I always feel like those that are like really hardcore singers, that they're doing it, like that's what they do. They Mm -hmm. always tell me that, yes, (laughs) you know, it is better for our voice, to be honest. That's a factual thing. But every time I've met a singer who does coffee and they can't get off it, I'm usually their their voice teacher. Wow. And I'm training them how to kind of acquire the taste of tea. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Because coffee is really just for them to wake up. It's not, there's nothing 
else except the sugar and cream that Mm -hmm. makes them feel like it's addictive on top of, you know, that strongness. (laughs) When you're on vacation, okay, would you rather do some daredevil type excursions or something that is as cool, chill, not going to break a bone? Which one are you doing? Ah, that's a hard one. I like both. Okay. I like both. Um, I will probably say I'm a chill. I'm a chill. Like on a on a day where you're just like, I I need to enjoy a yacht. Yes. Yeah. Over maybe. But while I'm on the yacht, I'm okay. gonna find a way to get on jet skis. Okay. While I'm out there. All right. Where where I might need you to come with me on a vacation so that I would get on the jet ski because I'm the girl who I like to be adventurous but don't push it. Whereas I might need someone to push me. Yeah. As opposed now, I, to you. you know. I, I'm adventurous, but I do have my limits, though. What's your limits? I'm, I'm not um, bungee jumping. Oh, yeah. No, no, we're not. L- look at me. Look at if me. If I'm my jumping eye. down anywhere, not it's got to be water below me. Yeah, and it's got to be a few feet. Don't. We're not doing no 10 feet jump. Mm. I had a six foot jump in Jamaica. I went there by myself in 2017. Mm. And I was like, hey, nobody here to talk me out of this. And, the, you know, the guys were like, yeah, you know, you're scared, but don't be scared because we with you. I was like, you're not going to be with me at the bottom of the plunge. <laughs> How can my beautiful people that are listening find you? Because I want them to follow you, encourage you. Um, comment and share. So how can they, yeah, how can they find you? I am on all platforms as Christina Harvey and my name is spelled different. So it's K-H-R-Y-S-T-I-N-A and Harvey is spelled normal Mm H-A-R-V-E-Y. But I'm on all platforms as Christina Harvey. Okay. So this is easy. You should be able to find her. And please, like I said, um, follow and comment and tell them, you know, tell her you saw the show and um, you just want to send love and encouragement. That's what we all here for, right? Yes. Um, And I also want to ask, are there things that you are coming up with, any new projects, any new people you're getting ready to sing with, or is this just a time for family and love? right now it is a time for family and love always I, a time right yes yeah that is my focus mm-hmm. um but i am working on some music i have not um told many people mm-hmm. um but it's in the works and i'm really excited about I'm it i'm excited too um you guys i'm so glad that you were able to tune in today i know that you already have heard me say this a million times over <laughs> But we are looking for patrons. We're looking for sponsors. We're looking for someone that can say, hey, I want you to talk about what you do um, or what what businesses that that you do. And I will be that for you. I will be a support for you. Um, But we need sponsors. So if you are interested, please do reach us at my father used to say at gmail.com. And. You can subscribe, you can like, comment. You know, I like a good dialogue. I will respond. You know, we're not that big yet. So when we get big, (laughs) don't get upset and be like, you know, I thought you said you was going to respond. This is the time and season I can do it, okay? So please do comment. And uh, we look forward to seeing you 
next week for another episode of You Already Know, My Father Used to What? Yes, y'all. I'll talk to you next time, guys. Bye-bye. Before you play, my father used to say, if you don't work, then you don't eat. My father used to say, you better think before you speak. My father.